Hey, 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 Chica. Welcome to The Lavelda Show Women of Power podcast, the show where women share their personal power tools, the techniques, strategies, and ways of being which have enabled their business and life success. I'm your host, Lavelda Vincenzi, a female speaker, mentor, speaker, and event host on a mission to unleash authentic, powerful female voices onto the world. In today's episode, we'll uncover the power tools of Rose May Licott. Rose May is the co-founder of the Change Now Summit, the largest positive impact conference in the world. Graduated from the French business school EM Lyon, Rose May began her career in health marketing. After eight years, she left her position in a multinational company to embark on an entrepreneurial adventure and organized the first Change Now Summit in September 2017. Her mission is to put social and environmental innovation at the forefront to accelerate the solutions and respond to major emergencies of our century. For its third edition in January 2020, the Change Now Summit gathered 1,000 innovations for the planet and 28,000 participants coming from all around the world in the emblematic venue of the Grand Palais in Paris. Rosemary Lecotte is also the co-founder of the Startup Career Day, a job fair dedicated to the recruitment in startups, and she is the mother of two. This incredible woman is a big-thinking, purpose-focused action taker who has achieved incredible things. In this episode, she shares the journey behind creating the world's largest positive impact conference in just three years and the secrets of what enabled her to do just that. Remember, all of the links shared in this show can be found in the show notes. The only way to ensure that you get your regular fix of the show is to click that subscribe button to make sure that you get updates as soon as a new show is added. Well, 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 that is quite enough from me for now. Let us get on with the show. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the Lavelda Show Women of Power podcast. OMG, today's guest. All right. Now, you heard about it in the intro, but I think I'm going to need to redrop it. So this lady has done like, I've never, let me just put it this way. I have never known somebody to go from zero conference and then like three years later, 28,000 people as guests, like 28,000 people. When I say wowzers, I'm, I'm like just blown away. So I could not not i know that's a double negative but basically it would have been wrong of me to do this show and not invite rosemary lucut to the show did i say it right yes perfect see french names hi rose (laughs) hi lavelda it's so wonderful to have you here um so for guests listening rose and i met because uh, she is co-founder of the Change Now Summit, and I happen to be one of their MCs. Yes, you know, just a little plug on me right there. Anyhow,s so I get there, and there's like, three people who've come up with this idea. I thought it was. I mean, the conference is based in Paris. It's an incredible conference. If you are into global change, global impact, looking after the planet, anything like that, you need to get there. It happens once a year. But literally in the first year, I think it was like 5,000, 10,000 guests, something like that you had in year one. It was silly. Wow. The first year was even uh, 2,000 people. Was it? It felt like more. Yeah. Yeah. Because the place was uh, much smaller. smaller. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah the... to, to start from like zero, an idea 
to, and you had some great names as well. Cause I remember people I was introducing, you had government officials, you had very senior names within the sector. Yeah. The programmation since the first year was uh, really good, but then uh, people had to discover it. <laughs> it. It was, I mean, it was incredible. Uh, so how did you, firstly, how did you guys come up with the idea? Cause it's you, your husband and one of your friends who, kind of came together as a trio to create this conference. <laughs> Where did the idea come from? Well, um, so the idea came from, I think it all started in 2015. Okay. Um, when we had the COP21 in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked a lot about the yeah, glo- global, uh, global warming and how uh, we can find solutions, how can, uh, what, what we can do for the planet. Uh, but we mostly talked uh, about go- governmental actions mm-hmm. um, or uh, about citizenships, uh, citizen actions. Yeah. But we didn't talk, uh, almost n- we didn't talk at all about the, uh, the entrepreneurs and all the companies uh, who can actually... Uh, really address those those issues. Uh, And at the same time, in 2015, we started uh, hearing about some very ambitious entrepreneurs who had, who put their ambition not uh, for the sake of profits, but for the sake of the planet. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for instance, you had uh, Boyan Slat, uh, you know, this uh, young- Incredible man. Yes, incredible man. And we are, we, 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 we welcomed him uh, at Change Now this year. We were super happy to have him. Um, but yeah, in 2015, for, for the first time, we had this, this kind of uh, entrepreneurial spirit of uh, people who, who wanted to like, save the planet. And mm-hmm. so uh, Boyenslat, for instance, had, had this project of um, uh, how we can uh, clean the ocean with uh, the Ocean Cleanup Project. It's, it's really small. Let's not start with the river. Let's clean the oceans, like 70% yes. of the planet. <laughs> yes, exactly. So th- that was super ambitious. So we had this, uh, and this was new. Uh, it was not just uh, uh, like doing good things in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. is or, which, which, was, which is really good already, but we had this kind of a, a, like a scale, uh, vision, vision of scale uh, for, for, for entrepreneurial projects. Uh, and at the same time, in France, we also had a, a movie um, that was talking about solutions. And for mm-hmm. the first time, and it was a, a huge success in France. Uh, for the first time, the idea was, okay, let's, we know the problems. Now let's do not a movie about the problems, but let's do a movie about the solutions. And, and all together, this resonated. And we said, okay, we now, uh, we need to help all those businesses, all those entrepreneurs who want to, uh, to take action at scale. And, and what they need right now is to, uh, is to get visibility, to get mm-hmm. visible, uh, and to get uh, connected with the, with the right people who can help them scale. And if you look at uh, all ecosystems, uh, usually, well, all the time, you have <laughs> events, big events. Mm-hmm. They play a key role for, 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 for the, 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 the industry. Um, for instance, in the tech ecosystem, you have the, the CES in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know when you're an entrepreneur in tech, if you go there, uh, you'll find a lot of investors, you'll find great partners, uh, you have uh, orders for the next six months or for the year. Yeah, it's, it's super important. It boosts your activity. 
And, and so the idea was, well, this doesn't exist for impact entrepreneurs, for, for entrepreneurs who, who, who act for the planet. So um, yeah, let's create it. And uh, so yeah, that was the idea. <laughs> okay, but why did you start so big? <laughs> I remember walking into the first one and I was like, this is their first edition. Like you guys did not decide to let's do like a little test pilot one and then we'll take it from there. You just, I mean, to me, it felt like you took the whole thing and went with it. I know to your husband, it was a small part of a big vision, <laughs> but you, you didn't start from a, a small micro place. You threw a lot in it in year one. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, uh, so first we are uh, talking about uh, issues that are urgent. Mm -hmm. So we don't have 10 years to grow an event uh, from a yeah, small one. So we, if we want to act fast, uh, we have to grow fast. Mm -hmm. So um, and w when you're talking about an event, uh, there is a minimum scale you need if you want to attract uh, yeah, the, the, the right people. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're too small, um, uh, it will take years or it, will, it, it won't grow um, the right way. Um, plus, we are talking about global issues. And so from the beginning, we had to be international. Um, so yeah, that was a big challenge for the year one. To say, okay, uh, we, we can't, uh, if we have the amb ambition to, uh, to help those entrepreneurs uh, scale their projects, we need to attract uh, quality, qualitative people, enough, enough people in terms of the quantity and quality. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, the, that was a challenge, but it was, I think, important um, to, ma to make it uh, useful. I love that you guys just got very, very clear up front. It's important, it's now, and in order to be effective, it has to be global. And you didn't shy away from that in any way. I mean, I remember you were flying people in from all over the world as your speakers. There were guests who were coming in globally as well. So it wasn't just speakers. It was also guests. Um, so you really did think beyond this is a, this is something in France. Like you, you really were thinking this is a, a global event and did everything that you could to make sure that those two were aligned and didn't, didn't play it down and didn't shy away from it, which I just thought was so commendable because I know a lot of people with very, very big dreams and then they get to that moment and it's like, Oh, okay. We'll just, you know, maybe next year <laughs> we'll do the big version this year. Let's just, let's just scale it back a bit. How do you think it works? Um, because in the core team, in terms of the founders, you are the only female founder of the three. What do you think you brought that the guys just couldn't see? Mm. Um, I don't know. For first, I think that uh, being a couple is uh, is really an asset because uh, we we had to to create everything from scratch uh, in a very short period of time, and we could communicate a lot, probably probably much more than with a, a classic uh, associate partner. 
I mean, we, we could, we, well, we you could know talk. each other that much better. It's kind of like you get me, but yes. you know, I'll, yeah. I'll say half the sentence, you finish it. You know what I mean? I'm not even speaking. <laughs> I'm not speaking French, English. It's some gibberish right now because I'm so stressed, but you know what I mean? You can kind of fast forward some of that communication. Yeah, exactly. You you have uh, much more time to communicate, and you know each other. We we have known each other for, uh, we had known each other for, for the la for the past uh, twelve years. So uh, we we know how uh, to work together. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that was a, a key factor of success uh, for us, um, and it would have been uh, much more difficult uh, without this uh, knowledge, yeah. uh, personal knowledge. Um, then as a, as a, as a, I think in, yeah, as a, I don't know if it's as a woman, actually, uh, I don't really, uh, like to say like women are like this, men are like that. <laughs> uh, in our team, there are some, uh, women-ish. Women-ish. Female, um, attributes actually that are uh, very well developed in some of my uh, men partners mm -hmm. uh, so I, I don't want to like it's not the hard skills on one side the soft skills on the on the other one mm -hmm. uh, on the other hand but um, yeah I think we, we really uh, uh, cooperate a lot we, we listen to each other a lot and um, uh, yeah that's uh, yeah that's the complementarity and probably like having men and women uh, helps you a lot uh, to have this complementarity. So I think there's something you said there that I think was really important and it was that you communicated a lot. And I think, you know, what I'm hearing is fundamentally provided as business partners, you know, whether it's relationship or associate or whatever, provided you can communicate effectively and that's the foundation you're building from. The rest of it's a lot easier. It's like easier to achieve really big goals quickly when you can work out how to talk to each other. Yeah, it's, it's essential to have uh, this communication, to have trust uh, and to share the same vision. We had the same dream. Uh, that was a crazy dream, but I think the crazier, then the better, the, the, the more <laughs> you put energy into it. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we, we share these three uh, things. I think the other thing the three of you share is you're all that, you, all of you just think that big. I think, you know, sometimes you can get different personality types where somebody's like, no, 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 let's just calm down. Maybe let's slow it down a little bit. But all three of you are the sort of people who's like, how big can we make this? Yeah. What else could we add? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter if Lavelda's about to go on stage. <laughs> what else can we add? What new idea can we put in? And I think, I think sometimes um, it's probably just one of those things for women to remember that that ambition, that drive, that desire to take it that big bit further, to go bigger is really important. And I think sometimes we can forget it or we can allow the opinions of others to close that down and... I think it's really beautiful that you're in this space with your business partners that actually all of you are always opening each up each other up to bigger possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it brings so much motivation. And uh, so just to give you an idea, that, so the first, for the first year, uh, yeah, we said we have to, be, to, do, to do this big event and we said, where could we do it? 
and uh, we heard about this place that was about to open in Paris called Station F. Uh, it was uh, about to open as the largest, uh, as world's largest startup campus, uh -huh. uh, uh, where they could host 1,000 startups. Uh, and we said, okay, let's do it there. <laughs> that was completely crazy. But then we did, uh, uh, I mean, we put a lot of positive energy and a lot of motivation to, uh, to get in the place. And uh, if we had uh, like a, a more classical, um, uh, a more classical uh, place in mind, uh, we would not have put so much energy and motivation. Yeah. So for the first year, it was that. The second year, we said, okay, now this year we have to, uh, to be the largest positive conference in the world. <laughs> that was crazy. Not in the country. Let's just be the largest one in the world. In the world. Okay, so we benchmarked because th th there was very few conferences such as this one. Yeah. Uh, so we said, okay, we, we have a, it's, it's feasible, but it's like it's a big, uh, big challenge still, but we can do it. And, uh, and so this gave us a lot of motivation for the year too. And then for year three, uh, we said, okay, we, so we had this opportunity to uh, meet the Grand Palais in Paris. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, for the, first, for, the, for the last three years, we contacted them, uh, but they didn't answer. At the beginning, they didn't even answer to us. <laughs> I mean, we were no one. <laughs> and for the third year, yes, they, 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 they granted us a, 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 a meeting. <laughs> they gave us a meeting. Uh, a meeting. So we had this appointment and at the end of the appointment, they said, okay, um, those are the, the possible dates. Uh, which one do you want? Okay. <laughs> we didn't think we would have a, a think real date. It was going to go that fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so, okay, we said, uh, now that we have this incredible venue, uh, we have to be even bigger than the largest positive conference in the world. Um, what can inspire us? And, uh, and so we went back to, to the past uh, and we said, okay, we are at a turning point in our economy, in our world. Maybe like uh, 150 years ago when we, um, the world was facing the, the, the industrial revolution mm -hmm. and, uh, and to, uh, to show, to, to uh, inspire the people about this revolution and to, and to accelerate this revolution, uh, we invented 150 years ago, the uh, the world the the yeah, the world expo, the uh -huh. world exhibitions, uh, and one was in Paris in uh, in Grand Palais, and the Grand Palais was built for this. And we said, well, going back to this place, uh, we can go back to uh, to this inspirational period, and let's create the the world expo of innovations for the planet. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was the, the big dream I saw of this year. And actually um, it, was, it was a bit crazy to talk about the event with such uh, uh, big words, um, but uh, yeah, it gave us so much motivation. I love that every year you found something big and inspiring that all of you could buy into. Because often when we think of visions, it's, it doesn't really shift or we don't review them. It's this big thing that's out there, but each year to have a vision for the event that year that you could all just be, but pull you forward almost. Like it's like, we're so excited about that. And you're so excited to be a part of the vision, 
but this idea of refreshing the vision each year mm-hmm. for the event, like I have no, I was like wondering how the heck do these people just keep coming up with all these ideas every year? <laughs> like each year I walk in and I was like, this is not the same as last year. <laughs> Something yeah. but bigger this year. This isn't the same as how are they keeping this going? Because here's the other thing, ladies, year one, Rose rocks up and, <laughs> and we get through, it was two days in year one. And at the end, she's walking around with a baby. And I was like, wait a minute. You've got, he wasn't even a toddler then, was he? Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, wh- one year old. So you were doing all of this <laughs> whilst being mom. Actually, I did all of this because I became a mom. Wow. Yeah, actually, it all started with him. Uh, he was the starting point of everything. Uh, uh, yeah, it was because um, I didn't, I wasn't an entrepreneur after, before that. Uh, and uh, but during my maternity leave, we had a fantastic uh, experience uh, with my husband. And uh, yeah, and I think it was the beginning of everything. Wow. So yeah, I like to say he's my, my first change maker. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I love that because often. I think everything, you've got two sides to it, right? You can see it as a challenge or you can see it as an invitation and an opportunity. And, and I love that your son is your inspiration and actually the starting point, like the first change maker. That's it. We're creating, we're shifting the whole world. (laughs) By the time he gets to 18, he won't know what we knew. He'll be like, what was this pollution thing? What do you mean? People walked around with, you know, whatever it was, like polluting the world. What do you mean you weren't using reusable bottles? Um, You know, I love that that's been your inspiration up until now. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, What got you into climate change and positive impact? Was it just always something you were quite passionate about? Um, So I wouldn't say that, uh, I mean, like doing things that have a purpose, uh, has always been part of me. Uh, but climate change, uh, um, ecology, ec- being eco-friendly and so on, was, it wasn't uh, uh, so much uh, um, important. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that it was a, uh, a journey for me. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, I mean it, it became so much important when I, when I got the baby. And, and then, like, it's a... Uh, it's it all makes sense if you if you if you live uh, differently if you take care of the planet if you take care of others uh, it, it makes so much sense so much more sense to to live that way so so, so then yeah um, yeah I, I changed myself yeah, over the over the the last three years uh, many things changed uh, in, in my life but yeah I say that I would say that was what was really important to me uh, was to um, to do a job that had a purpose mm-hmm. uh, that was meaningful, uh, and so that's why at the beginning, when I when I finished my studies, uh, I, I went in the health industry. Uh, I worked in marketing because I loved marketing, <laughs> but but not marketing for um, random things. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to do to do it for uh, healthcare, uh, and so then. Yeah, it wasn't uh, enough. And then, yeah, we had this whole idea and it, it really uh, made, it had a lot of sense. It, make, it made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, um, and having something purposeful for you where you think I'm not, I remember when I started my very, very, very first job 
and um I'm not going to name the company because it's a bit mean, really brilliant multinational company does a lot of great stuff, but I just could not buy into the idea that everybody needed their products. Like, I, just, yeah. I just, I just couldn't because in my mind, it's not that it wasn't useful and it wasn't that they were doing great things. I just kept thinking there are bigger things to worry about than this. Yes. And they are in, you know, I have nothing against the organization, brilliant company doing amazing things. Um, and the heart of the founder is doing incredible things all the time, right? Just that particular part of the business I was working in, I was like, I can't, mm, I can't get behind this. Yes. <laughs> like, like, I just don't have that level of passion for this. And that's not to say it's not important. It's just not something I can't put those glasses on and genuinely think that this is the best use of my time, energy, and the biggest impact that I can have. So I love that you found something that you're doing where every day it's like, this is the best impact that I know I can have in the world. So with your experience, darling, and having been on a journey, even in terms of not starting from a place necessarily where it would have been obvious that of course, Rose is going to do an event on positive impact ecology and the environment. Like, of course, but not starting from that place and growing into it and your journey. What is it that you think makes a woman powerful? Do you think there's something in particular when you see a woman and you think, oh, that's a really powerful woman? Do you think there's a specific trait that she has or a way that she is? Well, for, for me, I think, uh, so I, I was a bit, um, I was not at ease with uh, some uh, stereotypes or uh, images of the powerful woman mm -hmm. uh, that is like a warrior, like a, I don't know, like the superwoman. Um, I, I wasn't at ease with that. With that. But uh, when I see women who are powerful and who really inspire me, um, what I recognize is more like their authenticity. Oh. Um, and the fact that, yeah, it comes from, comes from the heart and and then you every uh, oh everything follows the charism and uh, and yeah and the energy and many things yeah so it's somebody who almost you know that in that authentic place where they're not pretending to be somebody they're not they kind of own who they are and you can feel it it's like you just get that nice warm fuzzy feeling when you're around them it's like oh yeah, just it, 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 it's true. It's uh, uh, it makes sense, and uh, I just want to follow that. Um, yeah, yeah. And for me, that's uh, that's the, the real power. So uh, I love yeah. that you say that because I think sometimes we can be searching for this big, momentous thing. <laughs> right? yeah. It's kind of like you know, it's got to look powerful and you know but this thing here isn't powerful but it's got to look a certain way so just for you to say for you it's that natural authenticity yeah when you feel that this person is herself yeah and she she's at the right place and actually i have this uh i had this image for with you lovelda when i saw you at change now the first year uh, like it makes it made so much sense to see you on stage. Uh, you are at your place. Uh, you're doing it with a yeah. It's brilliant and yeah. Uh, that is the kind of uh, thing I want to see when I see women. Oh, love it! So, ladies, if you're forcing yourself to do something that doesn't feel like you, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think yeah, don't, don't try. Actually, don't try to be a, a powerful woman like a powerful man or don't try to be a, uh, yeah, uh, an image. Uh, don't try to build an image, but just be yourself. And this is the biggest power you can have. I used to say to people, look, um, I'm going to do, uh, there's one job I know I can win at. Like there's one role I know I can always win at at life. Nobody can be a better me than me. Like it's just not yeah. possible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like True. it's just not possible. So as soon as I try and be somebody else, why am I putting myself in a losing game? I am never going to be a better them than them. So if I can be the best me, yeah. right. I'm always, I'm just hashtag winning. You know, <laughs> it's like the no, exactly. easiest race to win. Really. And actually, you know, when I, when I was working in, in a multinational, big companies and so on, you, you are evaluated, you know, and, 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 the, and like in class. Uh, and people try to identify where are your weaknesses? How can you work on your weaknesses? But no, that's not the, that's not the way you, you're going to be brilliant. The way to, for you to be brilliant is to concentrate on your strength, on who you are, what makes you special, and, and then, uh, yeah, you can uh, you can do incredible things. And I think that's uh, also the way we we built our our startup. Uh, we tried e each one. So our my three partners, but also the all the coworkers we have is okay. Where are you brilliant? So. And we will focus on that. Focus on what you're good at. That's where your brilliance yes. is. Yes. That's where your brilliance is. Then weaknesses. I used to say like, why are you working so hard on your weaknesses? They're only ever going to get to mediocre. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what and is the point? Exactly. Whereas you have some people who are brilliant in your weaknesses. So let, let's let them let's do it. Exactly. Like you're fighting a battle in which you will be mediocre at, at best. Central <laughs> talent. I'm like, when you think of it that way, stop it. Just stop it. Yes. Rose, let's get into the meat and juicy bones of this, right? So if you were to take your whole life, dun, 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 mean question coming, and boil down like your life success and your business success to just three things. Un, deux, trois. I think I said that right. Just three things. <laughs> um, and, uh, and say that contributed the most to your success. What would they be? Like your personal power tools where you're like, these things fundamentally are the things that contribute to my success. What would be the first mm -hmm. one? Okay, well, I would say that, so for me, the first one, uh, it resonates with what we said before, is um, like to be, to be yourself, to be authentic. Mm -hmm. uh, just to be at your place. And it, it's not even, it doesn't have to be a big place at the beginning, but if, you, if it is your place, you will shine oh. at this place. So that's the first power secret. A second, I would say uh, to dare to dare to be yourself, but also to dare to think and act differently. Um, yeah. And the third, third one for me, which was super important, especially uh, because the last three years have been uh, so incredibly, uh, incredibly interesting and fascinating, but also incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. So for me, the third secret was also to, to, was also to trust life. To, uh, yeah, to have this faith that, uh, okay, uh, you never know if 
uh, one thing is good or uh, is for a good sake or bad sake. So uh, just trust and 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 go on. And uh, that yeah. is. <laughs> Goose pimples. Okay, we're going to have to deconstruct these a little bit. Oh, goose pimples. Goose pimples all up and down me. Okay, so trust. Yes. This is a big one for me too. (laughs) It's been a journey in trusting. Um, So what what do you mean trust when something goes wrong? Um, Well, there are many, there are always things that happen that were not planned. Mm-hmm. That were not the way you, you wanted things to happen. Uh, but just accept them and have faith that uh, you can make it an opportunity. Um, just to give you an example for Regana, our project. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year, so we had this uh, contract with Station F. Uh, so we were the, uh, it was amazing for us to have such a place to be. Uh, and we were the first event um that were to take place that was to take place really yes at station f so it was almost for the opening of the, of the place and then there were some uh problem with the construction and they had to postpone their uh the opening uh about uh, of about uh, five months something like oh, that wow. okay so it changed uh everything for us so uh, we had to say, okay, well, we, we, we thought, okay, do we, have to, do, we, do we have to go for another place? Uh, well, that's, that's hard when you have a project, when you have a, a schedule and so on. But uh, we said, okay, maybe it's for, maybe it's for a good reason. Maybe it's, it's going to be even better like that. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, yeah, I think it gave us more time to prepare everything. Uh, and also it... Uh, during the summer, so normally the, 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 the summit was supposed to happen uh, in April. And, actually, and it was in September. It, it was in September. Yeah. yeah. But uh, in April, we would have never been ready <laughs> for, the, for, for the event. You were like, you guys are so ambitious. You were like, no chance it was going to happen. In April. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we needed, we needed a bit more time. Uh, and, and actually, we, we, it was really hard to find uh, money. For, for the for the for the event because mm. when an event doesn't exist even when it exists it's super hard to find money yeah and when it and doesn't exist you doesn't have even no... exist when you have no uh background in the event industry i mean why would people trust you and give you money uh and actually something happened so you there was the election of donald trump in the u.s and uh and in france uh, uh, Emmanuel Macron, our president, launched uh, a campaign. Uh, so it was not uh, "Let's make America first again," but <laughs> great again. But it was uh, "Let's make our uh, our planet great again." Oh wow! And, Perfect. Yeah, and he uh, it really. Uh, I mean, it, it, there was uh, people talked a, a lot about it, um, and then and this was in June. And in June, actually, we had no cash, no, no, nothing. Uh, we hadn't raised anything. So we, we were even thinking, okay, maybe we, we have this, pro- this fantastic program. We have fantastic speakers. Uh, we have this amazing venue, but just we have no cash. No money. <laughs> no money. <laughs> I just put all my economies in the, in the first payment. And that's all. <laughs> that was it. Uh, and, and so in June... Uh, we had this uh, yeah, media campaign about uh, to make our planet great again. 
and big companies started to say, okay, we have to invest in the planet. Mm. Uh, and, and we said, yes, well, we have this event. It's all ready. <laughs> if you want you to want invest in something, <laughs> <laughs> it's here. <laughs> and actually, yeah, we, in a couple of days, like within two weeks, we had uh, our main sponsors uh, who confirmed their participation. We had also uh, subsidized from, uh, from the government. And uh, yeah, it, all, it was all possible. And if it had to, if it were in April, we it would we not would... have worked. Yes. Yeah. And it would have been a very different event. Yeah. If, if you were able to pull it off at all. Yes, exactly. And, and actually for the past three years, we had plenty of stories like that plenty of stories where we thought okay well that's uh, a very bad news but actually no it can become an opportunity so trust trust what's happening i love it i had a mentor of mine i don't know if i've told this story before but i'll tell it again i have a mentor of mine who used to say always look for the gift even in the things that aren't going well and um so there's always those sorts of opportunities and i like to say look when you're really in trust, you know that the universe or whomever you want to call it, a higher power or whomever, I, 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 don't, I don't mind what title you give it, God, Allah, I don't mind. Um, you trust that the universe has got the best intentions for you. Like it's only there. It's like conspiring for your success. When you get in the way and think you can do the job better, <laughs> it's normally when you get yourself in problems. Like it has access to infinite like everything. So like the universe was just conspiring for your success. It looked and it went, yes. mm, this is really needed. No chance that's going to happen there. We'll delay this construction so you'll have more time. Yeah. And one view of looking at it based on your limited perspective from where you are at the time, which is we have all of these things lined up and now we have no venue, is to, um, is to look at it like a problem rather than to say, what's the gift and the opportunity this gives us? It gives us more time. We didn't have the funding anyway. <laughs> like, you know, like now we've got to get out to go back to people and explain why the date's been delayed. <laughs> like, the venue's not ready. We're not moving it. So <laughs> we're going to have to push it back a bit. It's just mm -hmm. one of many reasons. But it's not until afterwards when you look back, when you're yes. able to trust and accept that you can see it was absolutely divinely perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. So um, needed to deconstruct that because that is big. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we cannot, we cannot skim past trust like that. Like, that's what it is. Like, I just learned to trust. I'm like, learn to trust how, boo. Mm -mm. Like, give me some information in terms of what that means. So can you repeat those for me again? So um, trust in life. Yeah. Being authentic being authentic we've spoken Just, about that up front like what uh, that yeah, means exactly being uh, looking for your place and and uh, daring to think and act differently that's the one act think and act differently okay so normally when people talk about daring they mean like daring to think bigger but you say daring to think and act differently what do you mean by that well, it's like don't don't try to think like another person or to to be or to do something because another person would do it that way uh do it your way and, and dare to do to do it your way um and sometimes for other people it would sound crazy mm -hmm. uh but if this comes from within yourself it it's true and but just dare to, to, to listen to this little voice 
you have uh, inside, inside yourself. That's a form of trust as well, right? It's like daring to trust that you've got it. Yeah, yeah, that's a kind of trust, yeah. Trust in yourself. Trust that in the, the idea is like, you know, to, to just do it differently, think differently and be okay with everybody else in the market sells in this way. Everybody else in the market. But, you know, if everybody was doing that all the time, there'd be no innovation. Exactly, yeah. And, but yeah, but daring is uh, yeah, a step for a step forward. Uh, I mean, you, you can trust yourself, but just, yeah, I, I don't do it. I, I'll do it next year. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it's a step beyond the trust. So it's, yeah. it's actually daring to go there, kind of like playing chicken with yourself. Well, I wonder yeah. what would happen. I'll tell you what my dare was. Mm-hmm. My dare, um, just to sort of bring this to life a bit, my dare was selling things without sales pages. Because in this industry, everybody has a sales page for everything. So people just keep wanting to know where your page is. And for me, that creating sales pages is stressful. I'm not going to lie. And daring to sell like a high-end program with no sales page, people don't do that. (laughs) You want to take money from people. You need to demonstrate that and, you know, pen and paper, something tangible. But for me, I'm actually more effective when I don't have them. I am. And I'll send all of this stuff afterwards and eventually a page gets built. But anytime I innovate something new, like there's a brand new um, program hot off the press, there's normally no page when I first start selling it. Mm-hmm. Yep, peeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heard it here first. Lavalda sells without sales pages. Better believe it. I, b- I build them later. Like once I've done it, I like it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Then I take what I did and I document it. It's like, it's like doing a process afterwards. I write it down afterwards. So it's ready next time. (laughs) But the first time I don't anymore. I stopped. It was, it was getting in the way of my sales groove. (laughs) Well, actually that exactly. That's a very good example. Do it. You, you, you do it your way. And if you do it another way, it would, uh, would not work. And I love this idea of daring to do it differently, even if mentors, even if other people in the industry aren't doing it, just test it, test it. If it feels like nice to you, if it feels good to you, just test it. So worst that will happen. It will be as bad as it was before. <laughs> and, and actually it is so motivating to do things. Well, for me, I, I, I think it's really motivating to do things differently like uh, not to be the uh, well to, to be the, the first one to do it this way yeah uh, not to be a copy or to do a copy of someone else uh we said uh previously that uh, we have to it's really motivating to have big ambitions but also like to like, to invent to create um is also a, a big source of motivation And we're supposed to be creative beings. We are. So take that idea exactly the way you want to do it and put it out there into the world. Rose, there's going to be people listening who are just like wholeheartedly inspired by you as much as I am. And they'll be thinking, how do I contact her? Where is this summit? I need to know more. I put everything in the show notes, ladies. But for those of you who can't wait, (laughs) Rose, where do people go to connect with you? Uh, okay, so to connect with uh, the summit, uh, for us to have more information about what we're doing, it's uh, www.changenow, altogether, um, hyphen, hyphen, summit.com. Change uh, hyphen summit.com. 
and there you'll find so information about the summit, but also you'll find like three years of uh, talks, talks with Lovelda and talks with uh, with the speakers. Um, like we had three more than three hundred uh, very inspiring uh, change makers and speakers who share their solutions uh, for the planet. So. Uh, so you don't yeah. have to wait for the next conference. You can go watch. There is already yes. a lot, yes, a lot of content to, to watch. Uh, and, and I think, especially right now, uh, when we have time, but for those who are at home, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think that's really inspiring to see, to see those speakers. Um, and if you want to contact me, I'm, I think the best way is uh, on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Rosemary Lucot, and uh, you'll find me on LinkedIn all in the show notes so rose i'm going to do what i do with all of my guests because you share such inspiration i'm going to invite you to help me wrap up today's show so what is the one thing you would really love to leave our guests with today um oops so, so, sorry lavenda <laughs> what is the one thing you'd like to leave our guests with? If they take just one thing from this conversation, what would you like that to be? Well, it's, uh, I, I don't want to repeat again and again, but really it's uh, be yourself, uh, find your own way. And, uh, and then you will see the magic of life. Be yourself, find your own way. So then you can really see and fully experience the magic of life. You've been listening to the Lavelda Show Women of Power podcast with my guest, Rose. <laughs> Until next episode. And let, firstly, hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Do it because there's more where this came from. Uh, you can also jump across and check us out on YouTube, in which case you can not just listen to, but observe the conversation in which we're having. Uh, leave us a five-star review. Do not forget to do that. Until next time. Ciao, ladies. <laughs>